millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Court Case Podcast with me, your host, James Court. Today I'm joined by none other than my brother, Billy Court. Hello there, hello there. We've got a great show for you lined up today. We're going to be talking about why loads of mums are upset about Baby Yoda. We're going to be talking about Extinction Rebellion and their antics, as well as a gym owner that's been fined a crap ton of money for keeping his place open. All of that is going to be coming right after this. Okay, so the episode today is sponsored by our very own crowdfunder. We're working way up our way up to a thousand pounds. We're trying to get some new equipment as well as some marketing going. Um, shout out to our latest donator, which is Mary Yates. She donated ten pounds, so thank you so much, Mary. We really appreciate that. And um, anyone, if you'd like to go to our Instagram, to our bio, there's a link to our crowdfunder there and any small amount is just would do wonders for us so we uh thank you so much for that please go there so billy have you been on a podcast before not to my knowledge <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I can't think i'm uh did you i don't know did you do one at uni i think the other day. maybe you did one at uni i did a radio show at uni oh, maybe did you come on that i think i did once i know that i, I had a few people come it. up and come on it but that was that was such a laugh that but this one i prefer this this podcast is nice it's chill mum told us not to bicker today she did so we're gonna try not to do that she did, but she here, so. <laughs> no <laughs> hopefully she doesn't come in do you reckon she would ever come on no no i don't think so either <laughs> but sweet tea was like um oh do you think your mum should get on so you can do a lockdown episode with her i was like mum's not coming on like, she doesn't <laughs> listen let alone be on it i want to get viewers <laughs> in not turn them away <laughs> exactly how you we are about as of when this airs we're going to be about th- two three weeks into lockdown mm. so uh how have you been coping so far not too bad so far obviously i've been working mm. it's a bit long but it is what it is obviously by the time this airs mm. i could be bordering on mental slash suicidal but <laughs> yeah but that's that but we, we will cross that bridge when we come to it right mm. now i'm fine good or, or average <laughs> yeah <laughs> average have you found the have you listened to the podcast before have you listened to us i have i've listened to a couple i've listened to i think it may be one behind but i was to a couple ah and what did you think what have you thought so far it's pretty quality content james yeah quality content we got um, a new thing which I'll be plugging later. Is I've just made my own website for it, yes. so that is now up and running. There's a blog on there. I'm going to be going into that a bit more later, but that looks bloody beautiful and professional. And moi, we'll um, get to our first story now. We'll get in. We'll get in. Dig in deep. The good ones I want to try and tease for a bit later, but we'll start with one now. I chose this story because I know that you're very passionate and opinionated about it. Because mm. I've heard your rants at the dinner table before. Mm. Going off on one. <laughs> I don't rant at the dinner table. Before, <laughs> before I tell you the headline, just give me your basic thoughts on the UK climate change group Extinction Rebellion. I, I think that they're not... I, the, the, the message I agree with. Yeah. 100%. The message I agree with is one that we all should be behind. Right. They are not doing it right, are they? <laughs> 
no. all they're doing is pissing people off and it's not right <laughs> it's, it's it's a good cause and it's something we should all be rallying behind mm. and it's just making people more angry yeah and I, that is why i just can't agree with them I, I i've tried i've looked into it i've read things that they've put out and i just it's they don't sit right because the last time we've talked about them on the show before it might have been the first ever episode because they put up a big bamboo wall or something down the road where like the sun and the mail deliver to go to press. Mm. But it was also the same lane that loads of ambulances have to go down. Mm. So yeah, it's see, exactly. I mean, it's <laughs> and plus the pandas need bamboo. Exactly. They're wasting it for. It's the only thing they eat. Yeah. But, um, and also what else? They've stopped the tubes before, haven't they? Man, they've stopped people getting to work. They, they mm. say that they're um, non-violent. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not seeing any videos of them beating people up. But mm. they've stopped people getting to work. They've stopped, you know, it, it just, it, it's not right. And the problem is they're affecting people who probably do agree with them. Yeah. But then, then they're going to not agree with them because they're just, it, you know, they're making their lives worse. And they just, I, I don't agree with that. I think if, you, if you're going to try and get people onto your cause, sympathise with them and try and help them out don't cause problems i mean sticking yourself to bloody tube trains and all this other nonsense that they're doing i mean how's that helping anyone no yeah exactly well they've got a latest escapade that i'm trying to get to load up on my computer that um basically they hijacked a remembrance service um yes i saw this is the latest thing obviously remembrance day was last week he so the leader of this um extinction rebellion is apparently come out as a convicted heroin dealer. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Who bloke, bloke went to prison for four years, didn't he? Who forced his disabled wife to sell drugs from her wheelchair. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. He's a quality man. So yeah. He's leading charge. <laughs> yeah. um, he's 64. He trampled on wreaths to promote Extinction Rebellion on Remembrance Day. And he was previously jailed in 2007 for four years. So they got a picture here. I assume that's him. Yeah, I think and it he's, says, uh, he's the man and... It's a poppy wreath and it says, act now, climate change means war. And um, I think it was in, honour their sacrifice, climate change means war, is what they've said. And judging, it just goes to show in this picture here how popular are. There's two of them on this whole remembrance service (laughs) doing the protest. the The problem is nowadays as well. Is everyone's got an agenda, and it doesn't matter what it is, people will try and push it. I mean, mm. Remembrance Day is supposed to be a day for remembering people that have died at war. I mean, whilst the environmental stuff is a big deal, mm. it's not something you should be pushing on Remembrance Day. There no. are times and places to push your agenda. That is not one of them. Mm. And again, all it's done is piss people off, and it's just made them look even worse because they've got a heroin addict leading <laughs> and on a day that is supposed to be about remembrance and the problem is they stand up like a sore thumb because there's only about 10 people there anyway because of social distancing yeah. so I mean it just it, again it just is it's just maddening I think people just need to re- like realize I think people just need some self-awareness before mm. they do these things and you are right because at the end of the day all of these people because there are so many causes nowadays there whether is. it's this climate change LGBT gender feminism things there's just protests and causes for everything and and like whether they're wrong or right is you know everyone's different opinion but i mean you just need to understand that there's a time and a place because these men that we're remembering if they didn't die for the war then you wouldn't be here bloody being able to give your opinion Hmm. so you should be remembering and and thinking about that i just think it is a bit of a respect thing a lot a lot of people nowadays tend to forget it and I think it is it is worth remembering. And at the end of the day, it's one day. And it's not even a whole bloody day. I mean, they're there for a couple of hours. It's not even that. So, I mean, it's, mm. not even like you have to, it's not even like you have to go out your way. And most people, all they do is go quiet for two minutes. And, I mean, that's hardly the end of the world. For some yeah. people, I suppose, it's difficult. But, I mean, it's, you know, it just I just don't get it. I, I think it's wrong. And I think the problem is their causes that are things people should be rallying behind. And a few people just ruin it for, for the majority. And what ends up happening is... For example, I see this in the thing and now I'm just pissed off for the whole week at all climate change protesters. And Mm. so they just sour the cause for all of them because people are going to see that and they're going to think, why am I going to want to fight for climate change now? Because I'm going to be seen as one of these people Mm. and no one's going to want to do that. So you need to think of a way to protest it well without pissing loads of people off. Yeah, and I, I found this article that goes into the Donald... Was it Donald Bell or Donald Blake? The lead man, Donald Bell, 
his uh, drug uh, dealings. He was a long-term cannabis user who brought shame on the family, is what relatives said. But uh, where was the bit? There was a bit about um, he hid the... Here, here we go. It's now emerged that he was previously jailed after he hid drugs under arthritis sufferer wife Heather's blanket while he pushed the then 50-year-old, 51-year-old around in a wheelchair. Yes, yeah, I mean, it's not exactly the... Uh... The nicest bloke in the world, is he? Let's be honest. They were caught trying to sell wraps of heroin to undercover cops. Wow, so obviously they're not the smartest. Not the brightest <laughs> in the bunch either, no. Oh, oh, no. And there's a picture of him here. Look, there he is doing it. You've got the normal wreaths, remembering, and he's just walking over all of yeah, them to put this bloody climate change one. It's not right. No, what an absolute dickhead. Court case verdict for this one, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> quote quote from a former Royal Marine, Ben McBean. He just put, you've made yourself look a bit like a fool. <laughs> Do you know what? I can spare a Royal Marine response, if I'm being honest. Yeah, can't, exactly. help, can't help but agree with him. Yeah. He, um, would, he would know. Yeah. He said, there are 365 days in a year and there are plenty of days that you could have done this on. There are two days when you don't do this kind of crap. One day is Christmas and one day is Remembrance Day. Remembrance Day is essentially a national funeral. The whole country mourns. You've made yourself look like a fool. Mm, I agree. Mm. I agree. Yeah. So, I mean, if there's any Extinction Rebellion uh, supporters listening, um, if you can please email your head of head of PR, head of HR, I don't know who, public relations. That's what they need. I saw someone tweet. They said Extinction Rebellion needs a seriously good PR department. They do, they do. To they sort themselves good, yeah, out. They do. And if they've got one, they need firing, frankly. Yeah, they and should. Or, you know, replaced. So anyone who's a part of Extinction Rebellion, if you could email your PR department and please tell them to sort themselves out. Please and thank you. That's from all of us here at Court Case. Hmm. So coming up next, we're going to be talking about YouTube Rewinds being cancelled and also John Lewis... They're getting a lot of slack for their new Christmas advert. And we're going to find out about that. That's right after this. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back. Um, We're going to be talking now about... Have you watched every year? Do you watch YouTube Rewind when it's out? Uh, I, well, I've watched a lot of them. I don't know if I'd say every year, but I mean, I've seen pretty much all of them. I think it wasn't last year, it was the year before, 2018, where they had all the controversy because it was really it cringy was and yeah. it was absolutely rubbish and it had Will Smith going, yeah, it ah, terrible. it was terrible. I'll play that soundbite now. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. Yeah, that's what he sounded like. It was absolutely <laughs> ridiculous, wasn't it? It was terrible. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> but um, they are cancelling this year. For the first time since they started back in 2010. Trust me, they're coming in with all the good news right in the end of 2020. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, um, John Tron, John Jafari, he tweeted, um, Ah, I see there is a god. <laughs> now that <laughs> YouTube Rewind was cancelled. Um, it's the annual end of year tribute to creators, trends and moments that define the platform. What always annoyed me about YouTube Rewind is that's what they said. They will be like, oh, well, it's the best creators of the year and stuff but there'd be years when like they wouldn't have PewDiePie on there and stuff mm. and they wouldn't have people like H3H3 and like the most popular because yeah, he was thing. on the last one was I think 2015 that was like the pinnacle it was the one with mm. the little kid found the play button in the woods oh I saw remember? yeah and then at the end PewDiePie finds on like Brighton Beach you mm. got like West Pier in the background. That one was the best one. It might be yeah. the best because one. that one I remember. It didn't just include like creators. It included like the standout videos that just randomly went yeah, viral yeah. as well, which they don't do now. They issued a statement and saying that 2020 has been different. It doesn't feel right to carry on as if it weren't. Which fair enough, I suppose. And I sort um, of agree, but at the same time, YouTube's probably been one of the things that, if anything's boomed this year, because everyone's been watching YouTube. Yeah. And creators while they a lot of them can be stuck at home they've still been making stuff because what else is there to do mm. so i mean it does seem a bit weird to me you would have thought if anything they would i mean obviously it's you don't want to say that they've done well from coronavirus obviously because it's horrible to say but i mean yeah. they probably have <laughs> so, yeah i, know. I mean it's a bit weird that they're then being like oh, we're gonna gonna back off mm. a little bit because i mean staying home and watching youtube that's a good way to you know stay safe yeah. So, I mean, they could use that as an angle, like a thank you for using YouTube to stay at home and stay safe yeah. and, you know, watch our content. But they're not going to do that. And apparently the CEO, Susan Wojcicki, admitted that they're a little cringe-inducing. They are. <laughs> yeah. the, la- the, last, the last sort of three <laughs> have mm. been. 
that's what I mean. I don't understand what they ever why they change it because even up to twenty fifteen they're all good. That was just the pinnacle. But then yeah. I don't understand why since then it's been like no, let's just make them cringy, <laughs> shall we? We made we made one really insanely good one. Let's just Bun sack it off. it off since then, shall we? We know that so much of the good that did happen in twenty twenty was created by all of you. You found ways to lift people up, help them cope, and make them laugh. You made a hard year genuinely better. Boring, boring, so they're not doing it. And they did not say if Rewind will return in 2021. Maybe they maybe they just because they've had so much negativity, they thought, you know what, we're not doing it. Yeah, because people have anymore. been so difficult. Screw you. <laughs> and I want to, because um, speaking about online and adverts and things like that, um, I wanted to go from that straight into this one, which is... John Lewis's Christmas advert. Sure. Yeah. Have you seen it? I have. I have watched it now, yeah. What were your thoughts? I thought it was decent. I th- I, it's good. I, I mean, it, to be honest, I, the, the, since the bear and the hare, it's all yes. been downhill, frankly, in my yeah. opinion. But, I mean, it was good. It was a good advert. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I've, the, pro- the, prob- the problem is, I, they, they're all very good. Yeah. So it just, you just expect it to be decent. Do you know what I mean? I so, know. But... A lot of people don't think it's as good this year. No, it, no, I mean, it's they? it's not as like emotional, but it is quite nice. I guess not as emotional. But I quite like that they did the uh, lots of different animation styles. Yeah, it worked better, I think. And they put out a statement about that and said that it's um, the reason they did loads of animation styles is because so many people are out of work because of COVID. Yeah, they wanted to use as many different studios as possible, so people had. You know, could get paid and get work on it, which I think is a really nice message. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Which, especially after that bull crap government message about retraining and whatnot. Oh so yeah, it's, uh, it's good to <laughs> Fatima. Yeah, yeah. Well, it gets worse because yeah, apparently a lot of cynical social media users have slammed the John Lewis Christmas advert for lack of face masks and social distancing. I mean, it is unlike social media users to be cynical. <laughs> so I'm surprised. I'm surprised by that turn of events. But yeah, despite the animation being set in a COVID-free world, so like also they're animated, so they're not going to contract the virus. That is true. Yeah, that's good but also <laughs> apparently, let's see. Have we got any tweets here? It's not the festive tearjerker viewers have come to expect, says the Daily Mail. Someone put hearts, snowmen. Silla black haircuts and giving someone a plaster adhesive bandage on a bus. Where are the face masks? Social distancing is not going to end at Christmas, one moaned. Sounds like they've got a good grip on reality. So Yeah, but they don't understand it. So when they go on Netflix and put on a movie and they've not got the face masks on, they go, what the fuck? You could, put yeah. a, you could put a face mask over your TV, I suppose. Yeah, that's what it'd be like. Ridiculous. Um, it's set in a COVID-free world. Like well, that's I mean, the isn't basically everything now. Like, well, I mean, I suppose until they start making films and putting them, in, I mean, well, they're supposed to just reanimate it all. Yeah. To put face masks on it. I mean. Mm-hmm. Nah. Apparently, the customer director for John Lewis said, "We deliberately said, let's not take it too close to the real world. Yeah, I mean, that's Instead, a good idea. the focus is on giving back, inspired by the spontaneous acts of kindness in our communities." Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's a good idea. Yeah, it's good. And obviously they've given back by using loads of different studios to to pay. we got another one here. Disappointed by the lack of face masks and social distancing on the new John Lewis Xmas advert. It's an animation. None of them have got coronavirus. None of them are going to contract it from each other. Why would would that be your first... If you are that cynical and that miserable, (laughs) that that is the first thing you see when you see a Christmas advert and you're like, hold on a minute. They're not wearing face masks. <laughs> then you really need to reevaluate your life, frankly. These people need to go outside. Well, not go outside. We're in the middle of a lockdown. But, like, look at themselves and think, why am I such a miserable prick? You get a bit of joy in their lives. I'm not going to lie. If that became a mandate where it was, like, every TV show and advert from now through to the next year, they need to be wearing face masks and stuff on, the, on it. That would be miserable, wouldn't it? I, it would be awful. Yeah. The next The Rock film. And he's doing his action stuff and he's got to do the whole film with the face mask on. Yeah, see, that'd be a bit crap. be like, awful. I won't understand my, what they're saying. I want my films to be set when there's not coronavirus. Yeah, I, don't, I want everything to Ridiculous. not have coronavirus, frankly. All I took from the John hashtag John Lewis Christmas advert was none of the characters wearing face coverings on the tube, metro, or bus, or social distancing. Clearly they've not been on them because in reality a lot of people don't wear face masks. No, <laughs> so, people don't anyway. they've not been on them. <laughs> Someone put, I actually had anxiety watching the characters not social distance. 
Well, now that's a bit strong. That's got to be do they an just exaggeration. Live in a, do they just live in a bubble? Maybe they just live in home. Like that kid in X-Men, do you remember the one that sucked other powers out so he lived in a little room on his own just played Halo? I reckon yeah. they're like, Jesus, <laughs> that's, exactly that's what, what it's like. like. Christ's sake. One thing that I did like, I didn't know if you noticed, but the advert ends at the beginning. Yeah, I didn't It does that, a little yeah. circle, so it's like a circle of kind things happening. Hmm. I thought that was quite nice and quite yeah, well quite narrative. Very poetic. Yeah, ah, that's the word I was thinking of, poetic. But uh, screw John Lewis. No, not screw John Lewis. John Lewis did a nice <laughs> advert. Screw the people that are criticising John Lewis. But um, I'll tell you what was good. Have you seen the Disney Store advert? Do you know what? I actually haven't yet. I haven't watched that one. That one's good. Mum didn't like it, but mum doesn't it's like much. cynical, yeah. Yeah. That one, I think, is better than the John Lewis one this year. Yeah. It's about, this, it's about this woman, this old woman, and she has like a daughter. And the, the one old... for Make-A-Wish? Do that one? I think it was in association with Make a Wish. Yeah. The old woman grew up with this little Mickey Mouse plush, and as well as um, many do. yeah, yeah, most people do. From a young girl to like a granny, and the ear falls off, gets ripped off of the poor little Mickey Mouse. So like the young girl goes out and gets her a new Mickey Mouse as a present, and then they hug and stuff. It's really beautiful. Very nice. It's very, very beautiful. Nice. Um, sounds good from your retelling from my retelling <laughs> go check it out I'm not doing it no, justice but you might you might cry <laughs> you might well cry may do but um, after this we're going to be talking about a story that you yourself suggested which is the one about the uh, baby Yoda and why mums oh, are so yeah, yeah, pissed sure. off at baby Yoda which you know it doesn't sound like a should because it's a merchandiser's dream it is baby really. Yoda easy Christmas presents it is but people aren't liking him. And why aren't they liking him? We're going to find out after this. Hope you enjoyed that little jingle from our main musical man, Sam Pierce. Repping Sam, repping Sam. Yeah, he's good. He's good at the old music. He did my Caught Him For James jingle last week, which um, sounds good. And right, so now this is like, for me, the main topic of the show because I think we could get some good and it's just, it's amazed me. It's amazing. <laughs> to be honest, a lot of our things today, our our topics so far have been people on social media pissed off at someone. It's a treasure. I mean, it's a it's a treasure trove. It's a treasure. So you, you get to these sort of things. These people come out in their droves. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't even. You, oh, you don't even need to have to really look. No, frankly, <laughs> we got Extinction Rebellion pissed off at them on social media. John Lewis pissed off at them on on social media, and now we've got mother mothers. And other people pissed off at Baby Yoda, mm-hmm. right? Naturally, naturally. For anyone that is not, which I don't know how, even Primark should probably say spoilers. Pro- I guess spoilers. Very minor spoilers. Yeah, well, I suppose it's still you still say people yeah. rage. People rage, and you know what people are like. Yeah. So it's probably best to say that there is slight spoilers. Very for minor season two for season two. Yeah, episode two. Until I don't know when. But we um. To introduce Baby Yoda, because there's some people, for example, like my girlfriend, Sweet Tea, who does not watch The Mandalorian, or I don't think she's watched anything Star Wars ever. She must know about Baby Yoda. But I, mean, I think, everywhere. well, she's been into Primark, so I oh, assume okay, she knows aware, just from there <laughs> what Baby Yoda is. Um, but basically, there's a show, Disney Plus's new streaming service. It's been out for about a year. It's their first original show was a Star Wars show called The Mandalorian and in that show there is a character called The Child but everyone calls him Baby Yoda because he looks like a little baby version of the Star Wars character Yoda. Very simple, very simple and easy to remember. And since he, yeah, and since he was introduced into the show he has, it's just taken the world by storm. He has. Everyone he just has. loves Baby Yoda, they think he's the cutest thing ever. He is. The sh- he d- I mean, to be fair, he steals every scene he's in yeah, he in this show. He does. He's he easily d- the star of the show. He does the cutest stuff all yeah. the time, and it's so fun. But now, maybe it's time for Baby Yoda to be cancelled. That little baby's maybe he's had his time. No, now, I don't think that's true. After this, <laughs> but mothers across the internet, as well as some Mandalorian fans, are furious and are accusing Baby Yoda of committing genocide. Yeah, from the <laughs> latest episode. Oh, it's hard to say with a straight face, isn't it? It's hard to say with a straight face. <laughs> that little baby committing mass genocide, can you imagine? With some calling the beloved character a menace and threatening to burn their merchandise. Naturally, naturally. That's a lot of burning plastic. So, after the second episode, Chapter 10, The Passenger, which personally, 
I don't like you said. I don't want to spoil that much, but personally, is my favourite episode of of the show so far. I yeah. thought they did it so it's well. It's definitely one of mine. I love how they use for the, to be honest for the entire show they use like as little cute CGI as possible yeah. and so much of it is practical like masks and effects and stuff and I just love it. But some fans have hit back at the Mandalorian. And I suppose the, we should probably give a bit of context, I guess. So the so of why they're annoyed. Yeah. Oh yes, we will be getting. So basically, in the episode, there is a alien lady that looks like a frog. Yeah, she's wonderful sure as well. She's called the frog. Yeah, oh, if you put the subtitles on, it just says frog yeah, lady. Yeah, frog lady. Yeah. <laughs> and basically, the main character, the Mandalorian, he's like a bounty hunter. But his job in this episode is to take this frog lady and her little box of eggs <laughs> back to her <laughs> home planet, so she can, you know, fertilize these eggs and yeah, obviously have offspring. Going. Yeah, and she says to Mandalorian in her weird frog language that like this little box of her eggs is the key to continuing her family line it's very very important Mm. like i need to get them back to my planet and mandalorian's little son baby yoda um (laughs) when mandalorian's not looking decides to go into the box and just eat some of the eggs (laughs) every now and then throughout the episode despite you know mandalorian telling him no he doesn't eat all of them he only eats like three or four throughout Mm. the episode but it's still quite annoying uh amusing but Loads of people have decided that that's too much. They have. The internet has come out to yeah. speak. And Baby Yoda's actions, eating those eggs, have left some viewers absolutely horrified and furious, with some threatening to burn their, march, their merch and accusing Baby Yoda of committing genocide. Again, man, why would you get annoyed at not only a child, but a <laughs> fake plastic child that isn't real? Like, exactly. again, take a look at yourself, man. Imagine having so little going on in your life that that's what you get annoyed about. Yeah, so it says she's bringing along a container of her unfertilised eggs. And they're not, yeah, they're unfertilised. So yeah, it's yeah. not like so they're, they're living even, anyway. Yeah, they're not living. My husband has risked his life to carve out an existence for us on the only planet that is hospitable to our species. So we need these eggs to fertilise, is what she says. But baby Yoda is hungry. And throughout the episode, he tries to eat the frog lady's eggs. Um, the episode ends before frog lady gets to her husband so it's unclear if she was successful well if you watch the new episode which came out on friday you'll get to find out whether she was successful or not so also i really liked the frog lady she was great she was she's one of the best characters she's she's one of the best characters that yeah they've had in the show to be honest i think Mm. she she was very good Um, many fans of the show found the antics funny but others were unsettled. Someone put, I swear to God, if Baby Yoda eats another one of the nice frog lady's eggs, I'm going to burn all my Baby Yoda merchandise. That's a strong reaction. I know. Um, <laughs> baby Yoda is a menace, an arsehole, and disappointing. Can you imagine calling a baby an <laughs> yeah, could arsehole? You, yeah, this one, that's sad. He's literally supposed to be like a two or three year old. I know he's mm. older than that in his years, but like... A two or three year old. What two two or three year old people go around the street calling them an arsehole because they do something stupid? I mean, it just doesn't yeah. make any sense at all. I like it when you get middle aged women when they post on social media and they don't write in full sentences like this tweet here. They just do like short sentences. They said, Baby O to eating other babies isn't fucking funny. Another side quest episode didn't want to see. Uh, no reason I s- not good just short shortened to the it blows, point it blows my mind oh my god she tweeted again the same woman oh, no. she went on a rant oh god not kidding baby Yoda spends the entire episode eating some lady's eggs it's made very clear that these are her whole world last of her line he keeps effing eating them <laughs> I mean he ate about three yeah, like three, three or, or four. four yeah and then he ate those spider things for them. my favorite but... bit was at the like end of the episode where you see that he's like hidden one in this little jacket yeah. and he puts it out and he eats it again yeah I must admit he is a little bit of a little <laughs> bit little shit to be honest but... now I'm going to rewatch the episode and I'm going to try and look for the bits and then imagine people in their homes throwing tables and getting so oh, angry at doing it the best of it is we all know these people if that was their child their two to three year old child and they ate those eggs they wouldn't care they yeah. would not care in the slightest and they wouldn't be they might like have a go at him but we all know they're not going to be like right that's it cancel him Do yeah i know just, you know Someone tweeted a picture of Baby Yoda in a prison outfit being arrested and said, what tweeter thinks will happen to Baby Yoda after they tweet about eating eggs? I mean, I'm pretty sure there's no law about eating unfertilised eggs. I'm fairly sure. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a policeman, but I'm Uh, fairly sure. 
a further update to this story. Everyone's favourite animal rights organisation, PETA, yeah, has even chimed in on this. Yeah, of course, of course. They tweeted, and not only were they annoyed at um, Baby Yoda eating the fictional eggs, they were annoyed at people eating any eggs at all anywhere in the world. They tweeted, eating anyone's eggs is the path to the dark side. Baby Yoda, eat them, do not. The chicken egg industry confines hens to filthy conditions, exploits their reproductive systems, kills male chicks and slaughters the hens after they're no longer, quote-unquote, useful. Now, I have been blocked by Peter's Twitter account. (laughs) One of my um, favourite achievements in life, because they're awful. (laughs) But um, to be fair, like, look, I... When I can, I buy free-range eggs, to be fair. But, I mean, I would rather... To give Peter the benefit of the doubt, I would rather that people talk about that cause than just go off on Baby Yoda and demand the show get cancelled. Yeah, I mean, I I guess. I mean, I can't... I mean, I don't say... I mean, I do eat eggs occasionally. I don't eat them all the time. Not like a staple diet. It's a tree requirement for me. But, I mean, I don't really... I just don't think... How you get from that to eating eggs yeah, just, in I, real life. I mean it's a bit much in it no but um the thing is with the uh, peter and a lot of people need to know about peter is they're not the cut and dry squeaky clean organization no, most of them are douchebags um the reason that i got blocked by them was because i pointed out i replied to one of their posts and pointed out that they euthanize hundreds of thousands of dogs and cats mm. every year yet they perceive to be pro-animal and pro-like not eating and so they saw my reply rightly calling them out and blocked me so no one could see (laughs) and uh, i've remained blocked ever since and i will happily wear that badge of honor until i die the way i see it if you block someone like that then typically that's because they know you're right Mm. they they don't want to agree with you yeah exactly because if if they were wrong if i was wrong then they would reply and bring evidence, probably, mm. and be like, look, no, we don't. Here's the evidence that we have not done anything of the sort. Yeah, to just block that. me suggests that they're hiding something. So there's also a website to do with it called, um, called like Peter Kills Dogs or something like that that you can look up, and it has all of their statistics. Yeah, of course. So, But that's a conversation for another day. Mm. But some celebrities and stuff have come out in support of Baby Yoda. Zach Braff of Scrubs fame. You know who he is? I'm aware of him. Yeah, Yeah, love Zach Braff. He says, People are mad that Baby Yoda, a fictional rubber puppet, ate a computer-generated alien frog's eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Look how ridiculous it sounds when you hear it like that. But uh, the creative art manager of The Mandalorian... He said, um, he said, we make it clear in the episode that the frog lady's eggs are unfertilised and like chicken eggs that many of us enjoy eating. Mm. So he said, fans of horror know that disturbing things make some of us laugh and some of us squirm or both. Your mileage may vary. That is very true. That is so very true. at the end of the day, how would you verdict this? What's your, what's your thoughts? I do think it's just another case of people. People have a voice on the Internet. And they're just they're just voicing it. They, they they just because you have an opinion doesn't mean you should take social media to give that opinion. And these people, are, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a TV show. Mm-hmm. It's a TV show set in a very fictional world. Yeah. And <laughs> with with creatures that aren't real that are made up, and you're getting annoyed at that. It just it blows my mind. And it's not gonna mean that your three-year-old child is going to go chasing chickens and shoving <laughs> their eggs in their mouth. It, it just, it, it blows my mind. And frankly, if your child is doing that, it has issues, if I'm honest. <laughs> Can so you imagine? I just see, it just, I don't get what's wrong with these people. No. And and again, if, if that is what your life has come to, that you have so little going on that you watch The Mandalorian and that is what you get upset at, then frankly that just shows shows it all really i myself and everyone here at court case are firmly in baby yoda's corner Mm. if he needs a lawyer we here at court case are going to stand up to uh stand up to the dress we can afford that yeah absolutely i'll I'll represent him pro bono you and me the main way that we bond is over film and tv we're huge film and tv fans so i thought while you're here i might um ask you about how you feel about the shape of the film industry and cinema and stuff, how it's been this year because of corona, and what do you think the industry is going to be like? Because there's some cinema companies like AMC Theatres that don't think they will ever open again mm. after. And how do you, how, how do you think? Because like we've had hardly any films released this year. 
Yeah, I think I read the other day that's been eight months since a major film release, mm. which tracks because I think what well, the last one must have been either Onward or Harley Quinn, maybe. Tenet. Tenet, yeah, I've got that Tenet. Tenet, yeah, came Tenet, out. Tenet had come out, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, actually, it's, not, it's, it's been shorter than that. But yeah, yeah. Tenet, yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's hard to say because I, from some sort of standpoint, I can understand why the studios, you know, they want to make the most amount of money they can. I sort of understand that. But at the same time, I just think it, it's got to carry on. And, and the problem is how how many times can you push a film back? I mean, Wonder Woman's been pushed back, what, like five times now, I think? More or less, four or five times now? Yeah. I mean, how many times can you just keep pushing it back? And I and I, it just... it. The problem is as well, then we're, we're going to get to a point where there's just going to be so many films coming out that people aren't going to watch them because there's so many coming out they're not going to want to go watch them because, the, you know, eventually it's going to catch up with itself if they just keep pushing them back. Mm. And I just think it doesn't, to me, it doesn't make sense to keep doing this. And the problem is as well, I, can, I, I mean, I, I, I do have to admit that I haven't really felt inclined to want to go back to the cinema, but that's mainly because there's not been anything out. Yeah, I think if something big had come out, I probably would have considered because I, I did kind of want to see Tenet, but not enough to warrant paying to go watch it. I figured it, I could wait till it's on Netflix or something. Um, but if I don't know something, say like Black Widow or something, come out, I probably would have gone and watched it. Yeah. But I think that's half the problem they've got. They the studios keep pushing the films back, and then it's causing strain on the actual cinemas that've got nothing to show. And yeah. I think that that's that's the, that's a problem, and a lot of them aren't going to reopen. I mean, I'm not too bothered about like Cineworld because obviously I did work there, but I think that they're not a particularly well managed company, and I also think that they're way too expensive. Oh and, god, and, yeah. and I think that that comes through, and I think that it is terrible for the staff that work there. But you've got to blame the management there. They they made so many bad choices, and then they've closed early. And I don't think they will reopen. And I think AMC is probably. I think I'm not sure if they're owned by the same people. I don't think they are. But it's a similar thing. I think it's you're not going to go and spend twelve quid to go watch a film that you kind of what you're kind of want to see. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You're gonna you you're only going to pay that if you really want to see it. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that that's not going to happen for a while. What I don't get about Cineworld is um, they always. When I've seen um, articles and stuff, they always um, their reason for keeping their prices up is because oh we've got to compete with the other cinemas. But they when you look at prices of Odeon View, which is about six seven quid, that means that Cineworld that's ticket prices are twelve quid. Mm. They're still about five six pounds above what the other cinemas. So that's not being competitive yeah, it's with crazy, price, it's is crazy. it? Because I mean where um, where Katie, my girlfriend, lives down down in Devon. There is no cine world. There's a view and an Odeon, and I believe a pitch house, which I'm not meant to. Um, mm. The view is really nice. It's really, really nice. It's, it's fairly new. Everything's like shiny, shiny, brand new, squeaky clean. Yeah. Um, and even that, I think, I think the mo because I, I went there on my own once while, while she was working. I had a few hours to kill. I think I watched Harley Dogs or something. Mm. Very good film. And even that was about eight quid a ticket. Right. And it was good seat everything was clean sound was really good everything and I, I didn't mind paying for it whenever we've been to the odium which is is still is it needs a look of paint but it's still yeah. still nice that's six quid and if you go you know if we go on a tuesday that's three quid each two tuesdays because the meerkat code things mm. um and so it's dirt cheap so you, you you're not really that bothered but if you're then going to go and spend 12 quid and a place seats aren't that comfortable the sound barely works you know <laughs> it's, it just it, what's the point you know you're spending 25 quid for two of you to go watch one film that you might like, you might not, in mm. a place that's boiling hot, sound doesn't work, seats are uncomfortable. I mean, it just—I I, I don't see why you would do that. Yeah. I can see—I can see why more and more and more people aren't wanting to do it. Plus, now, obviously, you know, obviously, there's the risk of getting COVID as well, and all the mangy people that you're sitting there, sitting there with. How do you think Disney Plus's choice, how they handled releasing Mulan, which was mm. thirty quid? Um, on top of your Disney Plus subscription to get Premier Access, do you think that was a good business move, or do you think that was a bit? I think it was a risk. I, I think the pro- the problem is, and I mean Disney's one of those companies that people love to hate because yeah. they're big and they're successful, and it's the same as Amazon. If there's any reason that people can find to hate them, they will find it. And Jeff is a dick, though. I mean, Jeff Bezos is hundred percent, hundred percent. But I mean, the problem is he's got a successful company and a, yeah. a leading company. I mean, it's got to be one of the number one companies in the world. I think mm. you're going to be. Do you know what I mean? You know, apparently, so was uh, Steve Jobs. Apparently, he was a massive twat as well. 
but I mean, it's it's going to happen. And mm. the problem is again, get, getting back to Disney, is they're another company. People just don't like. So a lot of people just love to hate them. And whatever they did with Mulan, people would have said no. They yeah. could people they could have given it to people for free, and people <laughs> would have been like, no, why the hell are you giving me this for free? Mm. And I just think that's that's the problem is is the mindset. And I mean, thirty quid is a lot. And I mean, I didn't pay. I still haven't watched it. I mean, I might watch it when it comes out on Disney Plus, but I mean, I'm not sure. But I mean, the, I just th- I just think it's it's it was always going to raise controversy. Yeah, it always was whatever they did. And I but I mean, what can't speak can't lie. And at the end of the day, it did do well, and mm. the numbers show that a lot of people watched it, and it did get back a lot of the money. So, I mean, what you can't re- you know, what well, can't speak can't lie. Was that a quote yeah. from our dad there? I don't know. <laughs> I probably heard it. Somewhere. <laughs> That's what he used to say. I probably heard it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, but uh, yeah, no, I agree. The thing is, uh, the thirty pounds for Mulan. If you've got a family of like four or five, maybe even six, and if you think about one f- that a family that size is trip to the cinema, mm. that probably works out kind of well around thirty quid. Yeah, and if you shared out and you made the five year old pay for their teeth, like, yeah, I suppose your, so. But like your fiber. for you and me on our own, I'm not sitting there. I'm gonna pay thirty quid. No, to watch it's, one it's, movie. It's, a, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Especially for a film that, I mean, I obviously I it, it did have controversial, controversial opinions. People either loved it or hate it, mm. um, which is why I'm interested to watch it because I want to see what I think. But yeah, well, it's free in December. Yeah, I did hear that. I mean, I I, I will watch it because I I want to see what I think of it. But I just think it's a lot of money to spend on a film that you might like. If it had resoundingly good reviews, you think okay, maybe you know it's going to be decent. But it just seems like a lot to spend on a film that might be alright. Yeah, I th- I really think Disney Plus as a streaming service is in dire need of more original content. It is. It really is. It's, it it launched so like strong and so promisingly, mm. and it was a huge launch. And then suddenly, because of the coronavirus and lack of being able to film, it's petered out. Yeah, I, I it remember has had a huge effect on them. The first month when we were in lockdown, when um, Disney Plus came out, I remember me and sweet tea on lockdown um scott uh facetiming each other watching loads of interesting stuff like we watched the disney parks documentary mm. and we watched some of the jeff goldblum show and watched some disney movies together on disney plus but now i don't think she's opened the disney plus app in months No, i mean i i use it every so often but i don't use it as much as say like netflix no but i mean i think it is that i mean they've also promised so many shows that have just been pushed back. And obviously you, you do have to admit that you, obviously COVID has had a big effect. But I mean, they're on season two of The Mandalorian now. And I mean, it's only been launched. It's not even launched here a year, has it? It's been, yeah. what, eight months, nine months, ten months? I don't know. Mm. They finally give them WandaVision a date. But I mean, even those shows that they're releasing, they're um, miniseries. They're not full no. shows. The Mandalorian is still the only show they've released that's a yeah. continuous show. And I mean, it is it is going to get to a point, I think, where they need to properly start creating their own shows. Otherwise, I just think, what's the point? I mean, it is it's obviously nice to have all the original films and stuff like that. It's not technically a lot of money a month, but it's another one added to the list of things you're paying for. And yeah. you just end up being, if oh, you're yeah, paying you for Netflix, well. Spotify, Disney Plus, Amazon, it's a lot of money. Right. Bloody update DuckTales on time. Yeah. Now, yeah, on season three in America, we've only just gotten season two. Yeah. Not happy. No, but after this, we're going to be talking about a gym owner that's been fined a crap ton of money because he refuses to close his gym, as well as some other bits, and that's all coming straight after this. Welcome back. This episode is sponsored by the Crowdfunder, which I've talked about at the start of the episode. We would love it if you donated to us anything at all. As little as a pound would go a long way. If you want to check out the link, it's on our Instagram. It's in our bio, the crowdfunder. And yeah, no, thank you very much to anyone that does donate. Now, one of our one of our final stories we're coming to here is something that I saw on Twitter. So you know, obviously, we are in the middle of a new lockdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're deep in that, and because of that, there's a bunch of rules, including you know restaurants, things like that, need to close. Gyms need to stay closed. Right, but one gym owner, he decided, nah, I'm keeping it open despite what the law says, and he's been fined seventy-seven thousand pounds after a police standoff because he refused to close his gym. So he, his name is Andreas Michli, 
and he runs the Zone Gym in Wood Green, London. And he's refused to close when lockdown was brought in. He's 34 years old. Uh, he's a bodybuilder. Of course he is. There he is. There's the police behind him. Oh my and God. there's him flexing in <laughs> the picture. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, it's exactly that type of person, isn't it? It really is. I mean, I know these people have the personality of an almond. And, the, and <laughs> working at the gym, working out of the gym is their life. But it's one month. And you can go for a run or do some push-ups in your garden. Like, get mm. real. He's now been fined 77,000. Was it 77,000? 77,000, yeah. That's got to be... How, how can you make that much money to be able to... The if thing his is, he's gym not... is doing that well, he can just par off 77,000 like it's nothing, mm. then fair play to him. But I'm sure it isn't. Because we talked about gyms and the fact that they're closed on the podcast before. And it is true that out of all of the established places, the gyms are the least likely place for you to get infected. They're the least infectious Mm. places. But I guess at the end of the day, the law is that they have closed. I mean, we did bring up the idea of people like going on the gym's website and booking slots and having only a certain amount Mm. of people in the gym at a time, which I think is a good idea. But... Until that sort of thing is brought in, the gym it's shut, just like the restaurants and stuff. You can't, you can't barge your way into a Nando's and demand the chicken, just because it's wish. closed. Yeah. I know, I wish as well. But I mean, I just the thing you can go for a run. I mean, let's be. I mean, up till I mean, the weather's not exactly the best today, but the weather's been fine more or less most of the days. Yeah, over a lot so far. Touch wood. It's obviously only like that. What's the date today? Like the fifteenth. And I just think you can go for a run or you can do something else. I mean, at the end of the day, when you're going to be going to the gym now anyway, a lot of the social aspect's going to be gone because you can't go with loads of people. Yeah. So I just, to me, it just seems, why would you risk it for working out a bit? You know, and obviously I do appreciate these people don't just work out a bit. It's like their whole life. But yeah. I mean, to me, it just, it doesn't seem right. Mm. I, th- I think so the problem with this lockdown is the first lockdown yeah, it sucked, but at least we were in summer and the weather was nice yeah. and stuff. The weather's a little bit worse now. It's a bit grey and dreary. People just want to be doing stuff mm. and obviously they can't. And um, that and obviously the problem with uh, old Dominic Cummins. Yeah, he's been fired, don't he? Yeah, Dominic Cummins, but no pleasure. And they said on Facebook, Mitchley, the bodybuilder man, said, we are not closing, we are staying open because it's the right thing to do and we need the message to get out there to the public. I'm flabbergasted gyms are being forced to close. Gyms have some of the lowest infection rates of business sectors. The police have asked us to close, but we are going to do right by our members, even if the legislation says different. We are keeping people healthy. question with this is, obviously he's paying 77,000 so that's going to be a lot of money for him but is he doing this because he truly believes this or is it some elaborate publicity stunt do you think for his gym you know and to get him out there because the way he's taken this picture and he's flexing in front of these policemen it looks like he cares a lot about his image yeah more than the actual you know people coming to the gym you know if you need to have your photo taken like in front of that in that situation you're doing it because you want to be photographed in that situation you're not doing it for a greater good kind of thing because you wouldn't care if people saw you Mm -hmm. you would they would they would you wouldn't care if people knew who you were he clearly does want people to know who he is yeah so i just think no he's obviously doing it to try and i don't know for clout or something it's very weird so he's gotten the full fine the seventy-two thousand by the local council and was told to close temporarily until he can contest the full closure in court on Tuesday. But now the London Borough have applied for a civil order to stop him from entering the building, his own building. And if that goes through and he breaches the order, he can be jailed for three months with a further fine added on top of that. Yeah, see, is it really worth it? What is he mm. trying to prove? Exactly. I mean, it's literally only a month long. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the problem is with some of these people is they just think they're really hard and they think that they're against it and like, oh, I'm being rebellious, going against sister, but you're not. I mean, it's a pandemic. It's not, you know, it's nothing brave. You're just being ignorant, mm. frankly. And to be honest, there's a picture of him here. His head looks a bit like an egg. 
does. It looks like something Baby Yoda would eat. It does, yeah. He, he does look like he fancies himself a lot. <laughs> he does. Oh, no. People are still dying from coronavirus every day, he's the leader of the council said, and with the UK recording its highest daily number of people testing positive, there is no greater warning that this pandemic remains around us. We have consistently been clear in Harangy that we must all work together to contain the spread of the virus. And obviously that man is not working together, is he? No. No. There was a extra story that I don't know if we have time to go into, but I might briefly touch upon before we talk about my final story. Have you heard of Tony Lopez? No, I recognise the name. But... Do you use the app TikTok? Oh, I don't, no. You don't? Right, well, obviously TikTok is the main app at the moment. And basically on TikTok, you have these houses where TikTok influencers live in like a house with other TikTok influencers yeah. and like make content together. Okay, what's and that there one is this... Jake Paul has? Is it three, six? No. I don't. I don't know if Jake Paul is. Jake Paul is he in a TikTok house? He's in it. He's in like he's got a big house and he loads twenty young people live. I know he has TikTok. a house that loads of people go for parties, but I don't think it's a TikTok oh, house. Oh okay. But okay, I, um, obviously, and there's this guy. Just look at him, yeah, and looks, you can tell yeah, he looks like a solid guy. Doesn't he? Oh my god, he is. He he's looks... literally the sweet tea will send me videos of him, and he looks like a, he's a complete prick. Yeah, he, he looks like is one. an absolute tool. Tony Lopez, he's twenty. And I don't think I've ever seen a TikTok with him with his shirt on. No, I mean, got to get a fuse in, haven't you? Yeah, exactly. Um, the merch but he's got going for him anyway, probably. He's twenty, and he's been accused of sending sexually explicit messages to a fifteen-year-old girl. Oh, come on now! Last year we talked about. Uh, last year, last week we talked about a girl, a TikTok influencer girl that was doing it with a thirteen-year-old. But now, you know, we like equality here, so now we're going to be talking about a guy doing it. But the thing is, in America, the age of consent is 18, isn't it? It's not 16 here. Wait, in America? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I I don't really know. I I mean, all of their consents are messed up. I mean, you can buy a gun at 12, but you can't do it until you're 21. You can drive for basically as soon as you can touch the So, I mean, probably. But the thing is, if it is, if the age of consent is 18 then this is even worse than if it was in England because, like, that's a fucking, that's a lot of years younger, 15. Yeah, um, I mean, well, I mean, 15, surely 15 isn't legal anyway. Uh, no, it's not, but I'm just saying that that's even more years apart, oh, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So according to the TikTok Shade Room, <laughs> which must be like a gossip account, um, he was previously messaging a minor through Instagram DMs and on Snapchat. Oh, and the victim has apparently commented on it and said, I guess it never clicked in his head that I was not 20 years old. But as you can see here, he continued to say shit knowing that I wasn't of age. At oh, SpaghettiOs. He would snap me every day at random times just to say some shit to me about wanting to fuck or just some weird shit. I would go along with it just to build a case against him because I knew he was sus, as in suspect. And another screenshot alleges that the TikToker was attempting to have sex with a 17-year-old girl. I mean... He hasn't um, publicly addressed the allegations, but apparently... He has been kicked out of the house that he is in. I think oh, it's the Sway House. They have weird names like this, like Swag and Sway House or whatever. Of course they do. And um, look, look at him. He's got two earrings. It looks like he's got lipstick on. He's got a perm. He does, he does look a bit, uh, I don't want for lack of a better word, a bit pedo-y. He does, <laughs> fair enough. I think of a word. He's got that, he's got that, he's uh, look about him, you know that I mean? pedo like, look on him. Yeah. Predator look, sort of. You know? Yeah, so it's weird. Apparently, it's going to damage his credibility as a creator. Is it, is well, it just? Yeah, well, good. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh God. Oh, my God, what's wrong with these people, man? Yeah. So I tell you what, the internet is a. No words. Yeah, I mean, just Christ. I just don't want to. The thing is with TikTok, and I've said, I've said before on on this show before, it really is a pedo's wet dream. Oh, it is. Do you know what? I've 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 read it so many times, and I've heard it so many times. Being a pedo now is like so easy for these pe- these people mm-hmm. to do it because you've got these twelve year old, fifteen year old kids just putting TikToks, putting everything on the internet, dancing, and it's just it boggles my mind how they get away with it. I just because I'm, I'm sure I would have almost imagined that there's got to be an age thing when you make an account. So mm. why do they then? Th- I mean, it, I just think yeah, okay, well that's fine, and I, it just is so wrong because the the reason they have these things is to stop paedophiles getting this content and nowadays it's just the easiest thing in the world for them to do it because mm-hmm. they don't even need to do anything shady anymore they just open up tiktok and then it's there boom there you go youtube is an age has age restrictive 
things on yeah, there. So. And the thing is, the way you work through TikTok is you literally just scroll through videos. Hmm. So if you've got a person who's made an account and they put their age and date of birth in, hmm. then it sh- should be so easy to make it so the certain videos do not appear when they're swiping through. Yeah. Like, that should yeah. be it. Yeah, but it's exactly. not. That's not... They've not done anything, and it's probably because it's run by China, and they're suspect with a lot of the stuff they do anyway. But what are you going to do? But we're almost at the end of the show, so I want to go on to a final topic, a nice fun one. On today, the day that this airs, Mm. will be the 19th, I think, a Friday, the PlayStation 5 is going to be released across the UK. So it is. Hopefully, I'm going to try and bag one, but we're going to see. Are you planning on getting one? I am. I'm going to wait a while because but well, I say a while a couple of months because right. I just think there's not too many games out at the minute I mean obviously I've already bought Miles Morales so I've already played through that so yeah. um, I want to play Assassin's Creed but I can wait a couple of months I, don't, I can't be bothered with the run around trying to get one beating people up in the shop or like <laughs> trying to sit in on your computer refreshing every page till one comes up that's it's what just, I'm going to be doing exactly <laughs> it's just so unnecessarily long and I just think it will be it will be very good but I can wait a couple of months. Mm. Because, because obviously, it's a lot different. I was saying this to Sweet Tea. It's a lot different girls and guys like gaming. Playing games, consoles and playing games is very important to guys and stuff nowadays. It's a yeah, lot of... So. like it's For example, it's the main way that I stay in touch with, with my mates is yeah. to go on and play Fortnite yeah, and we chat on there. On yeah, yeah. And, and there's a lot of really good memories. Like I remember when we first got a PS2 you and me, and there was London Racer 2, Crazy Taxi. Yeah. Um, playing <laughs> yeah, um, 007, um, what was the... Nightfire. Nightfire, yeah. That map with the um, with the, the cable cars. Each, yeah, yeah, cars yeah. <laughs> that was so little, fun. The little tank and the little plate. Yeah, I yeah. and playing Kingdom Hearts as well. Mm. A lot of memories there. And what is your, out of, of all time, what do you reckon your favourite game has been that's ever come out? Ever ever played Uncharted Four? Uncharted Four. Uncharted Four. It's, it's mm. just amazing. Absolutely amazing game. Yeah. No. I, f- fair. I have not played that yet, so I, <laughs> I obviously why, need to. You would really like it. I yeah, I've got a... it. I've got it on my PlayStation. Yeah, you know, downloaded, it's but I just so haven't got around to playing it. So well done. I, I would say for n- nostalgia, or not nostalgia, but one that I remember loving and like couldn't put down was Assassin's Creed Two. That one was great. Yeah, I've heard people say that one's one of the best of the yeah. Assassin's Creeds. Yeah, definitely. So that's fair. I'm trying to think of mine. I think, to be honest, my top game of all time is probably more recent, a more recent one, Red Dead 2. Yeah. I think that's my favourite, just because it's just so immersive. You can do so much. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's yeah. literally like living. It's so cool. <laughs> and also the graphics. Oh, it's insane. And the, the story graphics. is amazing. It made me cry at the end. Yeah, the ending The story. Is, the ending it's is so sad. Very good. The, the whole story, the, the story is incredible. Mm. It's definitely got one of the best video games. I think even though it's a PS4 game, because the PS5 is doing backwards compatibility, mm. when I get a PS5, that is probably going to be one of the first games I install just because I want to see what it's like yeah. running and playing on a PS5. Beautiful, mm. beautiful game. With that, we are coming to the end of our podcast today, of our episode. How do you think it uh, it went? Have you enjoyed it? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it went about as well as I could have thought it would. It's quite nice ranting about people on the internet, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I suppose it is. <laughs> but would you be up for, because we are still stuck in lockdown, hmm. would you be up for coming on again with me next week? I feel, frankly, yeah. it's more a case of, do I have a choice? <laughs> yeah, and um, the answer is no. <laughs> yeah, and we are stuck in lockdown, so yeah. But was, we'll try and get some more interesting stories for next week. We'll get you doing some courting with James, which is a segment that I don't... You, If you've listened to all the podcasts, you should be aware of, which is where we go do some either sexual relationship advice for people you said you didn't listen to last week's episode yet have you no i probably will we got a proper jingle for that now um so sam pulled out all the stops so we'll we'll get to some of that next week i'm sure someone on twitter is going to be pissed off at something that we can talk about when are they not yeah all of that you guys have got to look forward to next week but i want to thank you so much billy for coming on it's been a pleasure for this episode good yeah no we'll see you all soon guys and um oh a last thing that i forgot i've got a website now a whole website for the podcast so if you want to head to www.courtcasepodcast.com 
and you'll see all of the podcasts there. There's behind the scenes stuff. I'm now creating a blog called Jury's Verdict where I give additional thoughts to some of the stories from podcasts that have happened and what I've asked people feedback and what they've said about some of the stories we've talked about. Um, there's the first blog post is already on there talking about the faking orgasm story from last week and then and additional info that I found out about that and interesting stuff. And most of the people on Instagram, because we asked them, we said, um, do you fake orgasms? About 1% of people do, apparently. People that are follow us on Instagram anyway. <laughs> so, But then I think they might be lying. Yeah, it's not saying you'd admit it. <laughs> <as much>. it's <laughs> no, it's not. It's but they don't think, the majority of people don't think faking orgasms is abuse, which is good. That was about 70-30. How was it? Yeah, I thought it'd be a hundred percent, but there's a few people that do. Well, the thing's yeah. abusive. Yeah, yeah. I thought I don't really, I don't really know where I stand on that. If I'm being honest, I mean, really, I don't, I, don't, I don't think it is. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think it's abuse. If I'm being honest, I mean, I think it's a bit far to say it's abuse. And yeah. It's worse saying it's abuse. It's just lying, isn't it? Yeah. And lying in a relationship is not good. No, I guess not. I mean, it's not like you're cheating. No, well, but I assume you could be, I guess, maybe why you're not orgasm. Oh, you're faking orgasms with your partner because no, you're having real, real ones, ones with, with someone else. else. That's not an angle that <laughs> we covered, to be honest. Um, but um, that is a good point. Things. Well, anyway, check out www.courtcasepodcast.com for all of that. We are going to, me and my brother, Bilbo, we'll see you guys next week. So we will. So we will.